Gather round, children, gather round. I have a tale. You see, twas the night before Christmas when all through the store, not a creature feature was stirring, not a slasher nor gore. The stockings were hung in the basement with care, in hopes that St. Nick or Jack Skellington soon would be there. Michelangelo was nestled all snug in his deep V, while Marika and Mickey argued over movie rental fees. When down in the basement there arose such a mutter, could it be Michelangelo binging on Shudder? Away to the basement, Marika flew with a fear. It was the fastest Canadian move since Gretzky's rookie year. And Mickey aloof got right in her way. They collided and spilled Mickey's milkshake IPA. And tumbling down the stairwell they went, slamming against the floor hard onto the cement. As their vision returned, they couldn't believe their sight. Standing in front of them on this very night was a man in red he was draped. But as they looked closer, it looked like a red cape. This was not Santa that emerged from their days. This was Michelangelo dressed in Superman PJs. And out of his voice came a warm season's greeting. Welcome all to our holiday party staff meeting part two. <laughs> part two. <laughs> part two. That really does have a certain but, ring to it. But where's, but where's part one? Someone might where be asking. Where is part one? Yeah, the listener. <laughs> where? Where is? What's? What's? What is going on? This is this is a horror movie podcast. This is an episode where we're not even talking about horror movies necessarily, and it's part two. But where's part one? What what happened, guys? <laughs> what happened? Oh, where do I begin? Oh, it's... let's not just it's... Cliff. We don't need to go into details, but it, the episode got it lost. is recorded to the Christmas gods. Yes, the coast, the the ghost of Christmas past there you came go. And, and took it away. We'll put it that Nashed way. It. And and by by ghost of Christmas past, I mean the World Wide Web. It was one of the it was one of the sins, uh, negligence. Like the universe listened to the episode and was like, "Wow, this is a lot of questionable content. I better erase this from the face of the earth." I'm kidding. It was full of cheer and good humor and pleasant thoughts and well wishes. But now we get to do it again. It's good. I mean, it really is a gift. We get to have a second holiday party, so that's fine. Hey, right. That's true. Yeah. Any excuse to drink some. Creme de menthe. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. I have a funny creme de menthe story, actually. Okay, one one second though. I got to do the intro. Get it started. Here at the Return Slot of Horror, we are inclusive of all winter holiday festivities, and this week is a little different because we're not just in the basement drinking and talking like we normally do. I mean, we're also doing that, yeah. Um, but we are also celebrating. Winter holiday festival activities, all of them, all oh, yeah. at once tonight. As as <laughs> uh, as uh, as as uh, coworkers, as workplace associates, as friends, um, we might sacrifice a snowman tonight. Who knows? Things are maybe maybe things get weird this year. You know, part two. Yeah. Let's make it really funky. Um, yeah. uh, let's let's uh, let's just drink too much and say things that we regret. Eat a reindeer heart. Eat yeah. a reindeer heart as it's beating, still beating. <laughs> That's um, hard to do, man. Like that window is really short. You gotta, you gotta get in there quick. Um, you do. Uh, so, uh, Mickey, 
You have a cream yes. de menthe story? <laughs> well, no, I just, I, Marika mentioned she's drinking cream de menthe. And yeah. it's a quick story, but but just a funny one. So my, my, as you can imagine, my grandmother from Texas never drank a day in her life. And um, she was, you know, staunch, like, you know, Southern Baptist, like slap my hand with a ruler for saying like incorrect grammar, uh, you know, Bible belt, real, like, you know, anyway, for my dad's and my mom's wedding, the dessert they had that the caterer brought was ice cream with cream de mint on top. Oh, and my, so my, yeah, oh, yeah. My parents begged the caterer to not let, to not call it cream de mint and just say it was some kind of special topping because they just couldn't let my grandmother know. <laughs> and my dad looked over and she kept going to the table and getting more and more of the ice cream with cream That's de mint. That's hilarious. And she kept, she was like licking the spoon. She was like, this is so incredible. This is so good. <laughs> and my dad was like, nobody say a word. <laughs> nobody say, even my granddad, even my granddad was aware, but he was like, I'm not saying anything. So, I love that. <laughs> yeah. So I, I love always that. think of that one thing, cream de mint. That's great. That's great. So, Marika, you drinking cream de mint tonight, just straight up? Christmas time, baby, on ice. On ice is that? Is that like a French Canadian thing to just drink minty it's, liqueur? It's it is very. I mean, it's super vintage. It's very retro yeah. to drink. Like I feel, I feel like it was this nineteen seventies thing, and I know that when I was younger. My aunts and uncles would after dinner would have a cream de mint on ice. And it's not something that I usually drink, but our one of our neighbors gave us a bottle. And JS and I, my husband and I looked at each other and <laughs> we were like, the hell are we gonna do with this? So now I'm determined <laughs> to get through the bottle of cream de mint. Uh, which I also sometimes, once in a while, when I have the supplies needed mix it with creme de cacao and then you make mm. a delicious icy beverage called an after eight do you guys have after eight in the united states I, i'm not i'm not mm -hmm. familiar with it oh they're these I little so. like after dinner chocolates mm. and they're like mint flavored chocolates and they're so mm. good so there's this drink called an after eight after the chocolates and it's chocolate and mint and it's so good and it's basically pure sugar but it's christmas or yeah. it's yeah. Hanukkah, or it's Kwanzaa, or it's the winter solstice, or more importantly, it's almost my birthday. Almost your birthday. So there you go. What are you guys drinking? Anything fun? Uh, favorite brewery in my favorite my favorite brewery in America, Firestone Walker. I'm having the Firestone oh, Walker. Really? That's your that's your favorite brewery? Yeah. Interesting. I did not. I would not have guessed that. I I would have guessed something Pennsylvania, but um, I love uh, Pennsylvania too. But yeah, that's amazing. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's just yeah. Well, a cool I used, thing to, I used to travel uh, to Apostle Robles occasionally, and I and I had some Firestone Walker before it became, you know, nationally sold. And uh, I was like, guys, their beer's really good. Like all of them. Uh, mm -hmm. and just been a big fan of theirs. So, but I'm having the Firestone Walker presents. Galaxy Shapeshifters, live from the Propagator. What the hell is that? It's a, it is a <laughs> it's a hazy IPA, six percent, but the can looks like a like a nineteen seventies like band poster. So it says like Firestone Walker presents the Galaxy Shapeshifters, live from the Propagator. Ah, oh, that's refreshing. Do you ever feel like the whole like Arrested Development thing of like like 
you know, they, you know, they like my father, our father's generation raised men and our generation is, is, is like children. And, and, yeah. and it's, ev it's evident in like, we are really super into like labels on beer and oh, wine. Yeah. We're very, it's like being at the store again as a kid. And I mean, I love it. Cause it's like, you get to see like all these artists get to create art for these, you know, yeah. cool beers and wines and stuff. Um, well, it's the, it's like the spit. Yeah, it's like the Spielberg effect on everything. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like it's like a little bit of nostalgia mixed in with a lot of like color and a lot of like pop uh, mixed in with you know actual quality too. Because like Spielberg's got yes. quality, these beers have quality. So it's like, would would my dad ever buy a, a beer based on the can? No, I feel like maybe. I mean, clearly we have different fathers, <laughs> but. Well, we we have different. Fa I thought we were all. Well, yeah, necessarily. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thought, but that's why I work with wait. you because I thought we were siblings. <laughs> I'm also I, I'm adopted, so you can't you can't guarantee I'm that. Out of here. No, but it's funny because my dad, when I was growing up, he drank the same brand of beer for the whole time that I was growing up. Me too. You know. Yeah, me too. What was okay? So, what was your dad's brand? Labatt Fifty, and okay. then. He he got to an age where he would go to a restaurant and order Labatt and the waitresses would say, oh, yeah, that's what my dad drinks or that's what my grandpa drinks. And he was like, I I'm no longer ordering Labatt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so he stopped ordering 50. But then anytime we go to visit to visit them, he'll be like, do you want a beer? And he'll open up the fridge and he just goes to the grocery store and picks beers based on the can like he doesn't know what they are he, he picks things that look cool or that have cool label he's the same so i don't think it's a generational thing i think that if if your parents had grown up now and had that same option of shopping for beers based on a selection of 800 different things they would have done the exact same thing that you guys do now uh, maybe but that didn't exist when when we were kids there were the giant breweries micro breweries were not a thing oh for sure of anything like either hard liquor or beer or wine or whatever and so you were just like buying your major labels you had to know somebody who's making bathtub gin my dad bought miller high life when he wasn't drinking homemade wine that his uh friend nastasi made him that was like gasoline the stuff was like gasoline <laughs> it was crazy that's amazing or your mom's limoncello that's oh my mom's my, uh... well, but that wasn't around when I was a kid. That was that's oh that's a new you thing. got time to make limoncello when like your three kids of are grown. five children have like moved <laughs> away. Yeah, yeah. Got it. That makes sense. No, no parent unless unless you're doing very well. Uh no parent has but fucking. But I mean, time. doesn't limoncello just sit there? Don't you just like take vodka and put stuff in it and then let it sit? You know, hey man. I'm extremely thankful this holiday season to my parents who uh, uh, fucking uh, raised me uh, and my siblings. Never and, swear. Like, you're so busy. And Mickey Mickey will know this more than Mariki and I, obviously. But you're so busy as a parent that to do something that requires mostly just letting something sit and age. It's too much work. Becomes like, <laughs> it's too much work. Why, why, yeah, you have, I get you have that. Five, like five kids. Five kids you know? is... A lot is it's a lot. Nuts. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. It, it, you know, my father had a vasectomy and still had a kid. Whoa, my I my mean, father had two vasectomies. Two vasectomies. Two? You're supposed to wait. 
Yeah. You're supposed to, after you get your vasectomy, you're supposed to wait and then make sure, at least back then when they're, I don't know what it's like now, um, but you're supposed to wait and then go back to the doctor and be like, okay, you're, you're good to go. But he didn't wait. And then Oops. he had another kid, and then it's 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 like the limoncello. You can't wait. You don't have time. You, you don't gotta, have time to like. Yeah, let exactly. Ain't got time for that. He, he does. He has so many kids. He can't wait. Um, <laughs> uh, and then he had a second vasectomy, and then my mother had a hysterectomy with my last uh, sibling. I okay. So this is super unrelated to whatever we're going to talk about right now. But since we're on the subject, I know someone who had a um her her tubes died and got pregnant right after. Huh. Which I didn't know could happen. Like, I knew that with a vasectomy, it's not 100% because whatever. But yeah, she mm. had her tube side and had a baby. Interesting. There you go. Mm. That's my story. Uh, Christmas. She, is she sure it's hers? <laughs> I'm not going to dignify that with an answer. Well, wait, Michelangelo, what are you drinking? Oh, um, so <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm having a bottle of uh, Lambrusco. Which is Lambrusco. So back in the day, it is Italian. It's like a, like a, uh, not sparkling. I would say more of like a fizzy, uh, uh, red wine. Um, like a Brioschi? I am not sure. I'm kidding. I don't think I've, I have, oh, oh, uh, are you being racist? <laughs> no, I made I like a so. super, I made a, I, I just made an amazing joke about a typically Italian product. What was the, a typical, was the typical Italian product? Brioschi. What's brioschi? Why can't I think it's, what that's? It it's is. like those fizzy little, it's those, it's basically Italian Alka-Seltzer. Oh, And it yes. comes in like that blue bottle. Yes, yes, yes. I know what you're mm -hmm. talking about now. Yeah, That's right. those are I'll, I'll educate um, you on Italian yeah. things at some point. You're, you're, you're more Italian than he is, I've decided. I'm working double time on like the Hispanic front, on the Italian front. Well, she's more, just by being French Canadian, she's automatically more uh, cultured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, how that works. True. I know many people who are the testament against that statement, but go on. Um, so Lambrusco. Uh, is uh, used to be back in the day, uh, what your like cheap uncle would bring over for the holidays, right? It was like low grade, cheap, sweet, sparkly red wine, like baby but, duck. Uh, is it in that same family? I don't know what that is either. Oh, okay. I'm very uncultured. Okay, but, uh, no, no, uh, that's fine. No, no, the, no, 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 baby it, duck is like the cheapest semi champagne. But it's not, and it's like pink. <laughs> so, anyways, Lambrusco used to be your cheap uncle would bring it, but but now it's sort of like with hanger steak. Uh, um, hanger steak used to be a cheap cut of meat, and then it became uh, in vogue, and people started doing really good things with it. So now it's a more expensive cut of meat, where it used to be something you could get for like dirt cheap. Uh, yeah. uh, there are companies that are making really good versions of Lambrusco, so. I tend to have uh, it's a special Christmas thing for me, uh, mostly because of the label. Um, uh, there is the the band the brand I buy, which I won't say. Um, uh, uh, they have like a guy on it that looks like the ghost of Christmas present, like from Scrooge and you know yeah. Christmas Carol. Uh, so I saw that one year and I was like, that looks like the ghost of Christmas present. And there's like what what more perfect embodiment of like of like celebrating the season than the ghost of Christmas present. So I bought yep. it and it was like 
sort of a magical thing that happened and now I drink it every year and um yeah uh that's what I'm having tonight um I've I've also been listening to Tim Curry narrate a Christmas carol and it has been wonderful I was like oh, that's great I was like la- I'm laughing I'm crying when when he talks when he's when he's with Chris the ghost of Christmas future and uh um Bob Cratchit uh Tiny Tim his son dies uh oh I was like, I was like, yeah. I'm like, like I, I listen to audiobooks in the morning while I'm doing things, uh, getting ready for the day, and like I'm like starting my day in tears because of his like the beautiful words that uh, Dickens wrote and uh, um, uh, Tim Curry's performance of it. That's how so. I feel because every morning there is a new video of the East Idaho News Secret Santa. <laughs> Ah, yes, please, please explain <laughs> what that is to the person who might not know. It is <clears throat> this delightful series of videos on YouTube from East Idaho News. I have no idea how it ended up on my dash. I'm not at all from East Idaho. I know nothing about East Idaho. But they did this thing where they well, they do this thing. They've been doing it for four years straight now where some local secret Santa, clearly someone with a good deal of money, donates a million dollars and they'll do videos, <clears throat> sorry, they'll do videos usually starting from Thanksgiving on where they go around the community. People will nominate people for um, for these secret Santa gifts and they go to their door and they'll offer them, you know, sometimes it's, some money but it's usually people who like this morning it was this family who they have a son who can't walk and his walker broke he's a first grader and so they went to their house and they gave him they gave them a thousand dollars to build a ramp for the house and then a gift certificate for five thousand dollars for him to get a customized wheelchair and it's just the sweetest thing and it's just understanding exactly what people need and helping people who have you know, medical bills are expensive and there's, you know, a lot of things yes. that mm-hmm. people who are very deserving and who are going through a lot can can benefit from. And for some people, a th- you know, just $2,000 in gas cards is literally life-changing. Yeah. And I've been in that situation where people have been really kind to me in situations where I've been in, in a jam and they've given me $60 in cash money because my purse was stolen and it literally saved my life. <laughs> so yeah. the East Idaho News Secret Santa is kind of that. It's, it's just really thoughtful gift giving and really kind. And the, like the host is a news anchor and he's just so great. And he knows exactly, you know, when to speak, when to ask questions, when to not say anything at all. And I was watching a video a couple of days ago. And at some point this grown man, like a father of five turns to the camera and cause he goes, Oh, who do I thank? And well, he might be watching and he turns to the camera and he goes, thank you, Santa. You don't even understand what this is. And that's when I went as much as in that last episode we just did a couple of days ago, I was like, oh, Santa's not real. I saw that video and I saw that guy thanking Santa and I went, you know what? Santa is real. Fuck that shit. Santa's real. Santa is every single one of us. 100%. My mind, as much as we changed Michelangelo's mind last year about Christmas, (laughs) 
This year is the year that I officially started believing in Santa again. Yay. Oh, that's that is beautiful. Profound. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> and we're here. Just oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> I am like warming. <laughs> I, I am warmed to the bone right now. That is so well, nice. Welcome, listener, to the holiday episode. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like if 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 you're listening for the first time, weird episode to start at. Um, yes. a, staff, a staff meeting episode. Go back, go Normal, back. Okay. We're usually way more pretentious than this. Yeah, yes. way more pretentious. We're, we're three friends who own and operate a, uh, a video store, and we talk about horror films or in our obsession with horror films. And But we do have staff meeting episodes like this, and this is our holiday party this year. I also feel like if someone has never listened to an episode, they would have stopped listening like a bit ago. I don't... <laughs> True. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> if you're if you're still listening, your your name is Chris, um, or or uh, 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 one of our other uh, uh, VIPs, Kristen Steph. Yes, we're looking at you. You know who you are. Uh, by the way, speaking of VIPs, uh, and this is real. Um, I might have to run upstairs at some point because there is a VIP who is going to be dropping something in the return slot, and I said I would like check it in. So that they don't accrue like all the late yeah. fees from when we shut down uh, for the holiday. Hey, hey, this, hey, Mark, Marcus on your calendar. Michelangelo is volunteering to let to us stay in the basement. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> I am doing important work down here. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> important yeah. work. Do you enjoy the Christmas tree? I, I love the Christmas tree. Do you enjoy enjoy the smell of like old socks and stale beer? Like that, that <laughs> takes a while to cultivate. All you. That's could, all you. It did take a long time to cultivate. You're right. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like a fine wine. It 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 uh it uh matures with age. It's a lot of lot of body weight squats and yeah. and uh, uh I don't know what that means. You don't know what body weight squat means? <laughs> I love how you are judgmental in tone in asking me what that is. I just appreciate I appreciate that because it is absolutely ridiculous that I would know yeah. what the fuck you're talking about. A body weight squat. It's just it's what it is. It's exactly what I said. Yep, said. Got it. So... Cool. I understand now. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell my friends and family about it over Christmas time. When when Mickey and I uh, start a podcast called "The Return Slot of Calisthenics," then Don't you'll understand me. what we'll, I we'll just said. It. Yeah. Um. So, uh, if you listen to last year's staff meeting, it wasn't really a holiday. It was like an impromptu thing where uh, basically uh, Mickey and Marika kind of like. Uh, relit the 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 holiday spirit in me. I I I I, I it had been years of of uh, difficult, um, just difficult years of dealing with uh, like Santa Claus and all the bullshit. And you guys kind of helped me see the light, and I really appreciate that. Um, yeah. So this year we're having a proper holiday party, and um, I'm curious to know if you guys have a favorite like holiday tradition that you still carry over to now oh dear. from when you were like a child yeah i mean i'm french canadian small. it's all tradition mm. yeah no no but let me think about a... that hold on hold on you think about it mickey do you have something off the top of your head i, I got something ready to go obviously because i thought of the question 
Well, you know, something I've always I've always done is, you know, we do one present Christmas Eve. I think it's a pretty traditional thing. A lot of people do that, but we let the kids open one present on Christmas Eve. But we we intentionally make it some PJs. And mm. like either it used to be a DVD that we could watch. So we'd be together. doesn't. But now because. Yeah. Now, because of the store and I'm constantly bombarding with DVDs, we don't do the DVDs anymore. We usually do like it'll be some PJs and like hot cocoa or something like that or a candy or something we can all just like, you know, kind of munch on, you know, something like that popcorn. But uh, that's just that's been a tradition for years. And we still do it. Even even our oldest now being a 19 year old, he still gets some silly PJs, you know, on Christmas Eve. And I think he'd be disappointed if we didn't. That's, That's cool, good. man. I like that yeah. a lot. So we have a tradition. I mean, we have many, but um, a non-gift-related one is one that is, I don't believe, very popular in the United States. I know it's a thing in the UK, because uh, I see it on TV, but we do Christmas crackers at the, um, like, during our Christmas meal. Okay. What is that? Please explain. Yeah, explain. Oh my God. Yay. I mean, okay. Christmas crackers to me is Ritz crackers shaped like Christmas trees. Is that what you're talking about? No, not at all. Okay. So Christmas crackers are a part of your table setting. So when, when you set your table for your Christmas, whether it be dinner or lunch or whatever, every place setting gets a Christmas cracker. And it kind of looks like, I'm going to try to describe this, an elongated wrapped candy oh yeah i know what you're talking yeah, about so it's now. like a cart yes. it's like a long tube and then it has like two ends to it and inside and a of it, on it usually right it i mean they're all decorated differently yeah but then inside there's a cracker like do you remember those things that either those um those ribbons for pellet guns that you used to pop or those little things yeah. that you used to throw on the ground and they popped yeah same kind of idea. So it's the, these two pieces of cardboard that are like, it's like a, a long ribbon. And in the middle, there's a cracker, which is whatever's making that popping noise. And so before you start dinner, you pop your Christmas cracker. And I know, I think that in the UK, there's a different tradition where you split it. It's kind of like a, a chicken wishbone where mm -hmm. like two people pull on it and whoever gets whatever gets whatever. Um, here we just pop both sides and then inside the christmas cracker you get this super cheap and flimsy like silk paper crown which is mm -hmm. they're absurd and then you get a little paper with silly christmas puns and you get a little gift and depending on how much you spend on the cracker it'll either be like a pencil eraser or sometimes you'll get like a metallic fridge magnet but it's just like it's something that you know it, it can't yeah. be any bigger than like the palm of your hand even smaller than yeah. the palm of your hand and so everyone puts on their stupid hat and looks ridiculous and it's just really funny and then as dinner goes along everyone at some point pulls out either like their, their, their little paper with jokes or trivia questions or games like we had one once that was miming <laughs> like a, a miming game so everyone had to mime a scene from their favorite movie and everyone else has to guess what it is and it's just like a nice like little yeah and so it's it's this thing and it's it's oh, we've always had them 
and then everyone wears the hat until someone decides that their hat is falling anyway it's, it's a really funny thing and yeah christmas crackers so that's again i think that i don't think that exists very much in the u.s at all um, um but yeah at our house I, every christmas we have christmas crackers i i will say uh, i did date a uh a wonderful person uh, in the past and her family was, uh, like super American and they, but they, um, her father was military. So she kind of grew up all over and oh, yeah. they, um, uh, their heritage was like Polish. Uh, and, uh, they did like super to me, it felt like a very British type of Christmas and like mm. they did, they would, I, I, I loved her, her dad. And I love, like they would do cocktail cocktail hour before dinner and they would do all this stuff anyways for christmas they would do those pop like i i, I call them poppers yeah um poppers are something different now what? <laughs> oh, yeah. i like to loosen up my asshole right before christmas dinner you right know what i'm saying you get a little high for those of you who don't know Popular's oh, yes. is was is very popular amongst uh, amongst homosexual men. Uh, um, uh, I don't know uh, if currently, but back in the day, uh, John Waters uh, talks about it a lot. Uh, who is a huge champion of what the Christmas poppers? horror movie? Christmas Evil. Christmas Evil. But yeah, it sort of like gets you a little high, and it like like loosens whatever your asshole. Loosens your asshole, like literally loosens your asshole up. So. Yeah. Um, we're all doing Christmas poppers after this episode. <laughs> so, so my my uh, favorite Christmas tradition from when I was a kid is is a weird one uh, that uh, like no one in my family did. It was me because um, <laughs> I had issues. I, I had I had issues with Christmas for many years. Go back and listen, and you'll hear all about it. But my my favorite thing to You're do like, when I was a kid poop in the fireplace. What pooping in a fireplace? Yes. We didn't have a fireplace. We didn't. Uh, we weren't okay. wealthy people with fireplaces <laughs> that I could just poop in fireplaces. But um, you would have, right? <laughs> Uh, sorry, no. I'm being a nuisance. I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> yeah. being such a brat. Apologies. I think, I think it's hard to take you serious in your Superman PJs. Well, you know, it's first of all, it's Uberman, okay? Uberman. Um, uh, but I do appreciate you acknowledging uh, my uh, uh, traditional festive wear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. So, what's your tradition that it was just you? <laughs> Well, when you say it like that, it just sounds ridiculous. Um, uh, I would lay underneath the Christmas tree and I would just like play with like the ornaments. Uh, but like in a way where I wasn't really touching them, I was just like I, I just there were like ornaments that like I thought were like amazing toys, essentially. And um, I didn't touch them, but I would like create elaborate stories and I would just sit under the tree for what felt like hours playing out these imaginary stories and that was my favorite thing from christmas other than like dinner christmas dinner um which is something i still do today not the ornament thing the dinner thing i don't like uh, i wish i did i should yeah. lay could, under though. the tree and just play for hours um i don't have cool ornaments you, you know that that sounds like an awesome writing prompt like take the characters from this tree and form a story oh around my them. god that is great oh yeah 
That is great. Um, I So there's another thing I'm just going to quickly mention because you talked about a Christmas tree and we had a Christmas tree at our house and I am super nearsighted as is my sister, as is my dad. And one and we always put a lot of Christmas lights in the tree. And one year I don't I think it was my dad. I don't remember. But one year, because, you know, he put in the Christmas lights and we'd do all the ornaments and he would sit on the couch and watch us do our thing. And one one year he <laughs> he goes, you know, it's really cool looking at the Christmas tree without my glasses. <laughs> I was like, OK. Yeah. Yeah, and so my it. sister took off hers and I take off mine. And if you're nearsighted, you know that things that are far get really big and blurry mm-hmm. when you don't wear your glasses. And so we realized that year that this giant Christmas tree that was full of Christmas lights, if you take off your glasses, every single speck of light turns into this giant orb mm-hmm. of light. And so watching a Christmas tree, like looking at a Christmas tree without my glasses, is one of those small pleasures, much like, you know, laying under a Christmas tree and looking at the ornaments and making up stories. And I think it's one of those things that as we grow up, we think it's silly, but I think that those are exactly the kind of things that we should be doing more of. Yeah, you're right. But hey, but please, if you're listening and you're driving, keep your glasses on. If your driver's license says needs glasses, wear your glasses. (laughs) Interesting fact. Um, So I'm legally blind in my left eye. uh which is why i can choose when i wear my glasses except for when i drive when i drive i have to be wearing my eyeglasses now i also have a motorcycle license and if i get pulled over on a motorcycle i don't need to be wearing my eyeglasses i just need to have a rear view mirror on my left side because that's that's the eye with the issue isn't that nuts what that's weird yeah. Wait, wait, are you just is, 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 so you have one eye where you're legally blind? Yes. Is the other eye the other eyes, perfect? Yeah. That's weird. So so if you if you if you ever uh were to pick up my eyeglasses and put them on, it'd be really fuck it give you a headache because on there's one, one lens that's like super prescription thick that's and the so other is weird. just like a, a clear a clear non-prescription lens. That's hmm. really strange because I've heard of obviously everyone's, you know, from one eye to the other, your prescription is going to be different. But for you to be legally blind in one eye, that means that you're yeah. at like minus or plus. I don't know what mm-hmm. that legal limit is, but that's a big like that's yeah. a big difference between yeah. one perfect eye and one legally blind. eye. That's really weird. Do you know how that happened? That's just the way I've always been. Um, uh, Did one of those ornaments fall into one of your eyes? <laughs> <laughs> you were looking up too long. Like, like the, uh, oh, whoa, that's a Christmas evil. Was it, was it a, was it, <laughs> oh my God. Was a little nutcracker and was still like, <laughs> he was a toy soldier. He was a toy soldier. <laughs> that's what happened, Mickey. You, you figured it out. I was being a dickhead. That's why you're such a fan of that movie. <laughs> As an eight-year-old, I was being an asshole to a Santa Claus outside of a church, and he stabbed me in the eye and killed my wife. Perfect. I had an adult wife when I was eight. Wow. <laughs>
man that makes sense now why she got killed she wasn't just <laughs> collateral damage she was she was a pedophile okay yeah if you go back if you haven't listened to christmas evil listen to christmas evil and then this will be very very funny to you i mean <laughs> it was you'll have, you'll have some context how about that you'll have context <laughs> You are a part of the podcast. You benefit from it being good. So just agree. I mean, every every time I cash my check, I'm like, oh yeah, I better agree with these guys. <laughs> Man, I, 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 I had no idea. Mickey, what's going on? Why is she getting checks? I mean, none of you are following what's going on in our bank account. So whatever. <laughs> um, speaking of bank accounts, uh. You guys have a, a like a Christmas memory or tradition that is terrifying. An empty Ooh. bank account. <laughs> empty bank account. Actually, that's not bad. That's pretty true. Telling you, when, especially when you have kids. Terrifying. We are a horror podcast, so I thought I you get know that. I, I get the nature yeah. of your question. Yeah, this is not horror related necessarily, but it is terrifying. And I actually do get massive anxiety when shopping around the holiday season of course you because do. the crowds and amounts of people and all of the kind of people can just be rude mm. uh it's it's a very like it's a gauntlet man to go get something for your family i i, I was there two nights ago and i got home and i was only in the mall for maybe two three hours i only got like two oh, things that's a lot jesus yeah well you know i had to the lines are that long oh and when I got home, I had felt like I had just done the Tough Mudder or something. I felt like I had just <laughs> gone through like a military exercise or something. I got back home and I was like a little shell shocked. I was, you know, I had that 3,000 yard stare. You know, Molly was like, You okay? I was like, I can't go back in. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Don't I'm make me go it. back I'm in. Done. I'm, d- I'm done for the season. I'm done. I can't go back. So, so I do find that actually, and I, I, all joking aside, I think it really is. It's, I, I wish that I, I didn't have to go there at all. I, I do because I wait too long to buy things. And then I'm like stuck, like rushing to a store because I can't get things in here on time. And I procrastinate. And then I'm stressing out about being a good father because I know that I'm only judged by how much I provide to my children on Christmas Day. Yep. That's the only measure of a good father. Yep. It does feel that way. I'll tell you. Because you always tell yourself every year, you're like, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to slide into that. And then you start talking to other parents and you hear the things they've done. And then your kids talk about the things they're really hoping they get. And you're like, I'm just, I'm, that's it. I'm going empty bank account. Empty I mean, bank account. Here it comes. I feel like that is something that, I mean, I have a sister. My sister and I are both grown ass people. And to this day, there is definitely like, we know that our parents are like, oh, but it's Christmas. What do you want? For-? Like, And to this day, like, you didn't send us your Christmas list. What do you guys want for Christmas? And then, like, the- I don't think that ever goes... Sorry, Mickey, but I don't think that ever goes away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yikes. No. It just got real <laughs> scary. <laughs> I mean, I-, I say that. My parents are my parents. You guys are you guys. But but I, I feel like my parents are very... And I mean... It's funny because this year my sister was we had like a little family phone call just to figure out what the plan was for Christmas and all of that. And she, she was like, I need to say something. And so she made a little speech about how she didn't need anything 
and you know gifts are not important like she really didn't want anything they want for nothing and and <laughs> she finished her thing and i was like well first of all you know that good for you for saying that but that's changing nothing mom is getting us presents <laughs> yeah. that's not not gonna happen and then also yeah. we're we're from like we'd like giving gifts and the problem with giving gifts yeah. and making other people happy is that that means other people are going to get gifts. <laughs> so, yeah. But then with that comes the pressure of, you know, you're going to get gifts and then you want to give gifts. And so it creates like this weird cycle of like of feeling that you don't need anything, but also liking giving things and then also obviously like receiving gifts when they're thoughtful gifts is is lovely mm -hmm. and so it's yeah. this thing where you're doing it and i think it's just i think what needs to happen is falling into that mindset of like this is not essential and we're all just doing it for the fun of it and if mm -hmm. any of this becomes like too much and not fun then that person cannot can not do it and there have been years where financially i was super broke and i was like i'm gonna you're gonna get something small and homemade and you know i know that my husband one year was like i don't have any money but he went out and bought like cards and he wrote really thoughtful cards expressing love and appreciation for his family and you know they're the and that's that's just as lovely like that's mm -hmm. if not more, you a know, good, if not more, a good card. That's I mean, I am a big proponent of the card. Yeah, I love the card. I give out cards. I, I'm a Halloween card guy. I, you don't you don't get a Christmas card from me usually, but you get a Halloween card. If you're special to me, you get a Halloween card. And um, yes. I also like I'm to send club. thank you cards. Even yeah. if those thank you cards never get to the person that they're supposed <laughs> to get to. <laughs> Which it's is an uh, inside thing. Up. Sorry, a little inside baseball there. Yeah. Um, uh, but like one one thing I like to do, and this is this is easier for me because there are certain things I choose not to participate in. Um, and I can because I don't have like children. Um yeah. but one one of those things is A, I just don't buy into certain things but 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 the big the big thing i do is throughout the year i have a running list of gift ideas for everybody who's important to me that's so smart. Be, because sometimes you're just out and you get struck with like this person would love this thing so you like get it and you either keep it or you just send it to the person just like yeah. here's a gift for no reason whatsoever um yep. so i like i like to try to keep like a running list of uh, like that you know what I mean? Of, yeah. of, especially, especially for the most important person, which is my partner, Allie. Like, I just constantly am like always thinking of like what to get her that will be meaningful mm -hmm. to her. Yeah. You know, it's because like the worst, the worst thing is like to get a gift for somebody and it's, you're just getting it to get to, uh, to fulfill the requirement of getting a gift. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, right. you know, I hate that. But also, like, can we all agree that dads are no, the not hardest? My dad, not my dad. I think, I think my mom's harder than my dad and, and, my, my, in, my, and dad, my family. My dad's super my dad's easy. So simple. My dad's so simple. Yeah. I feel like, okay, so when I was a kid, my dad, I don't know how this came about, but he had a frog collection. 
Like he collected frog figurines. I, I don't know if that was willingly or un- unwillingly. I think it's one of those things where someone gets one frog thing and people are like, oh, yeah, he likes frogs. Yeah. And so when I was a kid, it was easy. So I, like I would buy him frogs. And so that's like a nice thing to like a nice a nice beacon to follow as you're shopping. But at some point he's yeah. like, guys, seriously, enough of these fucking that frogs. Into frogs? Well, because he was because it's probably one of you, probably one of his daughters got him a frog and he acted so happy about it. It was like, oh, that's all he wanted. That's possible. I remember. Oh, can I tell you about the worst? <laughs> I was just thinking about this yeah. the other day, the worst gift I ever got my dad for Christmas. <laughs> Yeah. So I was probably like in eighth grade, maybe. You don't know your dad. You don't like you don't know. But then the school took us like I come from a small town where there's no there's no mall. And so we had like a pre Christmas, like eighth grade mall trip. So then everyone was doing the whole which was really fun, actually. So we went to the mall and we were shopping for Christmas presents for everyone. And I went to the bay, which is this, again, very Canadian. What do you call that? Um, uh, those stores that have a bunch of different, like a Fred Meyers thing, where there's like clothes and there's, or like a Sears, or like a oh, what is it in the United States? Do you guys have Sears? Yeah, we had Casey Penney's. Yeah, so JC like a hot, Penny, yeah, yeah, probably more like a Jay Z Penny, where it's like mostly clothes, but then you can get other stuff. Anyway, that's the bay. Yeah, look it up. Oldest company in Canada. Um, so I went to the bay and I went into like the men's section and I was like, okay, what am I getting my dad? And my dad would wear a tie to work every day. I was like, maybe I'm gonna get him a tie. Who knows? And then I, <laughs> I walk up to this rack of T-shirts, and it's this Looney Tunes T-shirt. With Taz, Bugs, and I don't remember. I feel like I'm getting my like Looney Tunes and Disney oh, mixed Taz, up. Taz, Bugs, no, you got, you got Roadrunner, oh, the Tasmanian Devil, Roadrunner, uh, maybe. Yeah, three yeah. of them. But then all three of them were <laughs> were dressed as, and there is no politically correct way to say this, and I apologize. Brace yourself. But it was basically like those characters dressed as like female thugs yep, (laughs) with like groupie jeans and like chains. Marika, I had that t-shirt. Did you? I I got that for my dad. I got it for my fucking father who was a businessman. (laughs) I I got you beat, Marika. Oh my God. It was like the most like off brand. But again, I was like 11. I didn't know. I don't know why I thought it was a good idea. I thought the t-shirt was funny. I think that's yeah, why. Yeah. Well, they're all in, they're all posed and like their yeah, jeans are on like backwards. Yeah, like crossed arms. Yeah, their hats like sideways. <laughs> yes! I had that t-shirt. That's hilarious. Oh my yeah, God, I love yeah. that. That's so funny. Yeah, so that was probably the worst. See if he still has it. Get a photo of that. That would be great. Oh, he does not. I'm sure he doesn't. Oh. I'm no, sure he, he doesn't. You'd be surprised what parents keep. I, no, no, they've moved house. Like, if they lived in the same house, he might still. But, like, my dad likes really nice clothes and, like, really nice suits and really nice. Like, my dad likes really nice clothes, and I bought him a Bugs Bunny Thug t shirt. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, anyway, but which I, one I, is worse? Yours. Yeah, go. 
Uh, well, I well, uh, this this isn't the terrifying thing. I just yeah, I just I have something that beats yours, which is for one year around the same age for my mother. I got her what I thought was the perfect gift. It was the most brilliant gift you could ever get a mother. <laughs> and, oh no! And I and I packaged it in an elaborate package, so it was like really big. It, so it was like, oh, she's getting something like really cool. And then mm. she opens it up and it's a piece of paper and it's um, the recipe to make a like upside down pineapple cake that she can make for me. Because <laughs> I, I, like, I really like that kind of cake. I had it at school. I had it at school. I was like, oh, I have the perfect gift for my mom. Something she can make me to eat. <laughs> now, wait, where was, did you get this recipe? Like, where did this recipe come from? It was like we were, it was some sort of school, some school thing was happening. And someone made a pineapple, upside down pineapple cake. And I was like, this is so good. And I got the recipe from their mom. And I was like, That's this hilarious. is the perfect <laughs> gift to give my mom. Yeah, to make for me, and I like like yeah. the, the yeah, thing yeah. that makes it so yeah. perfect is that I thought like I got my mom the best gift this year. Yeah, make she make loves me a cake. making me cake. She'll <laughs> love making me, me this cake. Five children, not enough time to make her own limoncello, but she's gonna be in there making a pineapple upside down. And cake. you know what? <laughs> she made that fucking pineapple cake more than once. I gotta tell you, oh, for me, because that's what a good that's mama. How good it's, it's, she's I'm wonderful. Not, she did that. That's a testament to her, not like my my gift work. That's a testament no, to my mother. No, 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 that's not what we're no, saying. Yeah, nobody, that's nobody had that saying. idea. No, nobody listening right now thought that. that. Well, maybe, maybe somebody did, and I wanted to clarify. <laughs> oh boy, I feel again. I I just hope, and I think Mickey, I think you have you've uh, attested to this that parents understand that for the most part their kids are filled with good intentions so even the shitty gifts oh, are, yeah are well good. and also there's yeah there's a thing like your kids are limited by where the school takes them yeah what what limited amount of money they have on them so yeah. like if if they're not of working age and they don't have a way of making money they really are doing the best they can. You just kind of have to like meet them where they are and be like, yeah. I think that this is coming for like, like I've told you about, you know, tons of stuff. Campbell's gotten me at these little things at school. They all are just cheap tchotchke little things, but you know, uh, it could be a little gold bracelet. I'm wearing it for the next year yeah. because you know, it's going to turn my wrist green, but green? I'm going to do it. Yeah. yeah I'm going to do it. And it does mean a lot to me. Yeah, it must be sweet to think that yeah. they're like, wait, I want to, again, it's that idea of wanting to yeah, give something to someone. Everything my nieces have ever given me, I not my nephews, because fuck those fucking guys. Yeah. Um, but, uh, my my nieces, um, everything they've given me, I have kept. I'm looking really right sweet. now at a bracelet my niece gave me. There you go. She's, uh, you know, little angel. She's she's little angel. And now we're going to all we're all going to go pee now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and now a shameless beggar. Oh, excuse me, sir. It's a cold Christmas. And if you'd be so kind, sir, to to lend me a hand this Christmas by subscribing to me podcast or perhaps liking me posts on Instagram. 
or maybe sharing a post or two. I'd really appreciate it, sir. Well, my dear boy, look at you all cold and shivering. Tell me, what is the name of this podcast? It's the Return Slot of Horror podcast, sir. The Return Slot of Horror, you say? Yes, sir. Hmm. I shall subscribe. I shall also like your post on Instagram. What's your Instagram? Me Instagram is the Return Slot underscore of Horror Pod, sir. In fact, I'll I'll like your post twice. I no, sir. Please don't do that. I think that actually unlikes the post. M- my bad. I shall subscribe to your Instagram twice. No, no, please sir, don't do that either. I think it, I think it actually unfollows. Oh, I I understand now. Well, I definitely won't share anything twice. No, sir. Please share as many times as you like. Please. Okay. Sure. Thank you, sir. And. A happy holidays. And now back to our show. I'm trying to think of anything Christmassy that I've ever come on. Uh, ew! What? Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> That's where you need to pick up right there. You said that. <laughs> Marika, this is what happens when you're not around. Is it just? I, the I mean. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Michelangelo, do you have anything? Because you brought it up. Do you have anything that scared you during Christmas or something scary about Christmas? I mean, I think I covered that like pretty thoroughly last year. Okay. Um, yeah, that's true. Christmas I mean, in general those, just kind those, of those were, all, those, were yeah. all my, those were all my hang-ups. So it's like, you know, uh, plus, you know, just like, you know, if you if you suffer from depression... Christmas is a very scary time of year because sure. you're supposed to be happy and you're supposed to, you know, all this, this stuff. And usually that's, that's like a time mm-hmm. where people dip into, um, depression. Uh, and yeah. you know, this is a time to like reach out to your friends and yep. just give them your time. Cause that's really the best gift you can give anybody. The best right. Is, gift in is, the world is, is, your, is your time. Is, is your time. And let let them know how much you appreciate them. We you were kind of talking about this with like you know gifts from kids and things. And, and you know last year I talked about how my father's Christmas tradition growing up with his father uh, was like not presents. They would just have a like a great meal, and then the kids would all write notes to their dad um, and hide them under the table and talk about like how much they love him and how much they appreciate him and all this stuff. Uh, you should also do that for your mom. But um, uh, <clears throat> like, I, th- I think that matters the most, right? Is the time that you give someone in the, you know, words of affirmation that you can give your, your friends and your loved ones and even strangers during this time. Yeah. And I'll even, I'll even put it one further. I will say that uh, your time is the most valuable thing. Absolutely. So if you give that to somebody, you are, you are exceeding any, any gift out there yeah also inspired by what you were telling us last year michelangelo i i mean we did two christmas horror movie episodes just before this one and then i started watching more and i this is a big statement please please did you find did you discover new gems this year but i think that horror Christmas movies and I feel like I'll only be watching them in December because I'm not I don't love you know I love Halloween I can watch Halloween stuff year round Mm -hmm. I don't love Christmas enough that I'll be watching Christmas stuff in May but I feel like Christmas horror movies are quickly becoming one of my favorite like niche 
hot like yeah. horror there's something really interesting about that juxtaposition of that season that is like saccharine sweet and warm and fuzzy with horror and i'm i don't know this year i'm really digging it last year is not at all in the christmas spirit so you wouldn't you couldn't have paid me to watch more christmas stuff than i needed to this year i don't know i got into the christmas spirit really early i've been listening to christmas music since like mid-november which never happens but yeah so christmas horror movies if you know them if you love them let us know what you love because we're super open to watching good stuff do you guys have a, a christmas song that you just like just one i don't, don't want to make lists or anything like that but do you have a song that you just kind of like love in the season yes what Go is ahead. it Marika? i'll be home with bells on dolly parton oh yeah you mentioned that last yes yeah. was that last year dolly parton yeah. yeah yeah also like michael buble let's be honest <laughs> the boobs it's beginning to look a lot like christmas by michael buble is pretty it's a good it's a good newer but yeah any you put on once upon a christmas anything from once upon a christmas and brings me right back yeah that was good yeah what about you guys well i was just curious if um you had um a favorite christmas horror movie this year Oh, I thought you were going to ask me if I had mention. a favorite cr- French Canadian Christmas song. Because I do. Oh, well, please tell us what that is. I need to know now. <laughs> this is the episode of Tangents. New tangent. Uh, so when I was a kid, when I was like a little bitty like toddler, I didn't like being held. Like I didn't like when my mom cuddled me. I didn't. I I wouldn't sit still. She it, I wouldn't let her hold me and just cuddle. And somehow I don't know how I don't know when. There's this song in French called "Pits Papa Noel," which means "Little Santa Claus." And she discovered that if she sang that song, I would cuddle with her. Like I would stay in her arms. Uh-huh. And so anytime during the year, the exception. Anytime during the year, May, June, August, October, if my mom wanted to cuddle with me, she would take me in her arms and sing me this Christmas song. And I I don't know why. Like, I don't know why that was a song. I don't know. Mm. But yeah, that is that was the weird thing about me when I was a kid. I wouldn't cuddle with my mom unless she sang me this very specific French Christmas song. Isn't that weird? Can you can you sing us a bar? Can you sing us a little bit of it? I can't. <laughs> like now? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it goes Petit Papa Noël, quand tu descendras du ciel avec des jouets par milliers, n'oublie pas mon petit soulier. That's, That's it. Beautiful. That's all you get. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, save really the, beautiful. I'll save the rest for when we're all cuddling together, okay? <laughs> <laughs> After we take our poppers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do poppers and I'll sing you a Christmas song, baby. <laughs> that sounds amazing, actually, doesn't it, kind of? Yeah. Poppers and Christmas songs? It does. Song? I'll finally feel happy. <laughs> um, but, Mickey, do you have... Uh, um, 
A, do you have a Christmas uh, uh, song this year? And also, B, do you have like a Christmas horror film that you've watched this year that you really liked? I mean, I know we kind of did songs last year and like that, but I did this year. I've been listening a lot to the Drifters' "White Christmas." I don't know if you know it. Check it out. It's really, it's really fun. But uh, it's, it's like they're a, a, a doo wop group from like uh, I'm not sure if they were from Motown, but they have the Motown vibe. But uh, they do a great version of uh, you know I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. It's really nice. But uh, but it's an old school. You, you've probably seen. I think it's uh, it's in maybe Home Alone. I know it's been in a couple of a couple movies. It's really great. That that specific version. That specific version, okay. yeah, because it has this it has this guy come in with this falsetto. He's like he's like I, I, I'm dreaming of a white oh, Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where you're about. That one's yeah. great. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Drifters, but um, but no. As far as like the holiday season, you know, we uh, recently had friends over to Krampus, which is always fun. A little Krampus knocked. Yeah, um, Marika, did you, you know, did you finally see Krampus yet? I've not. Man, it's fun. Next year, it's next fun, year. man. I still next got time. I still got. I still have time. Well, next year we're it, definitely it talking Krampus. It's yeah, right talk, up. Yeah, we love trick or treat. Yeah, we, we, like Mickey and I both. Yeah, we love Krampus. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um we're not going to yeah. talk about it's, specifics, but like yeah, Marika, but next year we're it. also doing Better Watch Out. Yeah, I am demanding it. it. It's well, great. that's it's that's great. your that's your Christmas horror movie this year, right? I'm assuming for next year you've been talking about it. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, this year you saw it and you loved yes, it yes, yes. and you want to exactly. talk about it. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Krampus is always so... a good time. I, I was so happy to have watched Christmas Evil for the first time. That kind of felt like one that, had, like I said, had not been on my radar. And now it's like it's going in the it's going in the bag, man. It's like every Christmas uh, season I'm pulling out of my little Santa bag. Christmas Evil, Krampus. Um, you know, I, I still like I like Gremlins around this time of year. Yes. Um, you oh, talked about that Grandma. last year, yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, that's but I'd say Christmas Evil is kind of the standout for this year, and um, I will always watch Krampus every Christmas season. Michelangelo, yourself, a song that you just love. I know we covered this last year, or a movie. Uh, it's not necessarily a song, but uh, do you guys know who MF Doom is? Oh yeah, MF Doom's awesome. Yeah. No. Hip hop. Oh. Marika, check out MF Doom in general. Okay. Fucking. Awesome. Oh, he's amazing. And then check out just just uh, Google search MF Doom Christmas, and okay. you will get like an interesting like kind of uh, you just check it out. It's really okay. fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, that's what I recommend. And then um, um, as far as this year goes, well, I got two things. One is Deadly Games, which is like okay. a French film. Ooh. Um that we all need to see at some point because I really like this is like Mickey I think you would absolutely love it and Marika like I just want to know what you think about it because like, <laughs> <want to> say, <laughs> like you know because it's, it's, it's like it's like I, lo I love that you don't even hear like when you say stuff like, like what is it what I say how'd I say it I don't know it's just funny it's it's, it's like oh man guys you gotta see this because Mickey you're gonna love it so much and Marika I just really want to know what you think of it I don't it's just like that's not even the right way yeah. of it, but it's just like yeah it's like it's because I'm French right like it's because I'm French. Well, it's it's French, so it's like I I want to know like your experience of it w with like is it your, is this a with... film? Yeah, it's a film. It's called Deadly Games. Okay, and um, it's uh, it's about like I'm not even going to oh, say it's like what 1982. It's about. Just look it up. 
Is that right? Yeah, and it, oh, that's it involves like, the internet and a fake Santa and um, uh, uh, it's super interesting. Um, and yeah. then uh, I would say also check out uh, the movie I saw this year that was interesting. Unfortunately, I watched it by myself. This is definitely a group watch movie. Don't open till Christmas. It is a sleazy, <laughs> gross <laughs> Santa Claus like horror film where it's like, okay. like what what you would think. Like, so if you listen to our Christmas Evil episode, like we talked about, like Harry has this experience as a child, and you would think that would make him like phobic of Santa Claus. Right. But it does the opposite. He becomes obsessed with becoming the right version of Santa Claus. This is a film where it's like a child also has a terrible experience with Santa Claus as a child. And it does what you think it would do, which is like creates a guy who is murdering people dressed up like Santa Claus throughout the year. It is not a perfect movie. It is sleazy. It's gross, but it's fun. Um, uh, so that, that's my, this year recommendations, uh, other than awesome. what we've already talked about, which we've, we've covered, which mm -hmm. have, have become yes. classics for us, black Christmas and Christmas evil. So man, I'm so happy we got to do a second holiday. Steph party. <laughs> well, and I, I, I want to, I want to like, if we're, if we're getting ready to leave, I, I gotta, I gotta just mention one thing before I get off. This is for the listeners. We found out that the Halloween or original Halloween staff party that we didn't have it this morning. I found out. Well, you mean you said Halloween staff party? What is it again? It's our holiday staff party meeting. It's a whole, spectacular holiday party staff meeting. birthday. We literally, <laughs> yes, we literally found out. Marika, this don't morning. let him finish. Don't let him finish his sentence. Don't. <laughs> I never do. <laughs> We literally found out this morning that it was gone to the ether and and both of you gave up your time and and, you know, other plans that you guys had to help because I'm the reason that it went missing. And it, I'm the reason no, that we it's, lost it's, it. Collective, it is, it's it a is. collective effort. It's a collective effort, man. We have a lot of responsibility. Mickey edits our podcast. He, Mickey does a lot and making it available for you listener to listen to and i like he is our santa claus when it comes to well the then if, I, if i'm the, if i'm your santa claus you guys are my um ghosts of christmas past present future because you, you you woke this morning i was really down and both of you were like well, i'm rudolph why would you be rudolph you lead the sleigh isn't yeah in the dark night yeah and then marika is um that elf who wants to be a dentist. <laughs> you know what I'm doing tomorrow? <laughs> going to the Are you going dentist. I cannot wait. Marika, who's always eating candy and never has a cavity. I'm very interested to see how this appointment goes. Last time I went to the dentist, they were like, oh, you have really good enamel. You must not eat much candy. Also, I'm keto now. No, no, no. Marika, Marika, say it the way you say it. Though, in in Canada, say it. Why are you making fun of me? I'm not making fun of you. <laughs> you I just like the way you say it. Say it. So you can make it fun sounds of it. more interesting. It sounds more interesting. Say it, please. It's my Christmas present. 
Keto. Keto. Like Jordan Catalano, but... She was like, you know, I'm just, you know, she's like talking normal. And then she's like, you know, but we ate keto. And I'm like, what? Because it's ketosis. <laughs> Is that, she makes a good point. No, you're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong at all. I, I, I said it's more interesting. I love you, Marika. Fine. Thank you for giving me your time this Christmas. It was, it was the yes. one present that I wanted the most. And it's the one you've given me now twice. Oh, also, when you, I saw that text from you this morning, Mickey, saying that the recording had gone i i I, like woke up to that text message (laughs) i was in bed and i was like me too me too on a scale of one to ten how angry is mickey right now i mean i was was definitely at an 11 or higher i'll I'll put it this way that i had to take campbell to school because i i well i didn't have to but i i volunteered at campbell school this morning we kind of swapped we swap off uh, molly and i but i got up got ready and then before i took him to school i was going to check and start downloading this it would download while i took him to school and when i was getting all those errors it was bad enough and I was loud enough that Molly came rushing in and was like, you need to sit here for a little bit and, and and you need to think about this. I need to take Campbell school. I don't I don't think you should drive him to school right oh, now. Oh no. Oh Thank dear. God for Molly. And and Molly, by the way, for the listener who doesn't know, Molly is the wonderful voice you hear before every episode and the wonderful voice you you heard uh for the thing Mickey created for this special staff meeting episode. Yeah. Which by the way, great job writing it and Great job re-editing and recording it. And Molly, thank you so much. That was fantastic. Yep. She also gives her time to us as well. So it's like, again, I'm just going to say, staying on theme here, people, give your time to the people you love because it matters the most. Yeah. Merry yeah. Chrysler. Mary, will you will you play us out on some more of the song? Oh, yeah. That'd be so nice. Uh. Mais avant de partir, il faudra Oh boy. Yikes. <laughs>